Hey everyone, in this upcoming episode, I perform a full faster EFT session with Rebecca. Rebecca has caught her husband having multiple affairs on her. She wanted to work on those memories. And also in the session, we discover that this is related in some ways to the idea that all important men in her life leave her. So we deal with those memories as well and other memories that come up. It's a very interesting session. And as a faster EFT practitioner, we don't judge or put our value on our clients. So other practitioners might want to talk her out of staying in her marriage telling her that she deserves better than that. But we're trained just to deal with what the client wants us to do and not to put our values on our clients. All right, take a listen. And if you enjoyed, I'd love if you leave a comment in my Facebook group called Tap It Out. The link should be in the description or you can search Facebook for Tap It Out. Okay, thanks. What's the biggest obstacle to getting what we want? Limiting beliefs and expectations created by our past experiences. These limits create a subconscious attraction of what we don't want and block what we do want. But we can turn it all around with a powerful tapping tool called Faster EFT and leading edge law of attraction principles. In this podcast, life coach Mark Shahada explores both of these subjects with guests, as well as performs tapping demonstrations and sessions. Listen in and see for yourself how it all works. Welcome to the Tap It Out podcast. All right, Rebecca, how's it going? It's going amazing. I am super excited about our conversation. I'm super excited too. All right, so we've never tapped before. Nope. Okay, so let me explain how the process is going to go, and then we can get started. Does that sound okay? Sounds perfect. Okay, so... In the beginning, we're going to do what's called an intake, and I'm going to ask you about your problem, and then going to ask you about different things, and we're going to try to get maybe related things that you want to work on, maybe memories that are related to what you want to work on, and beliefs and emotions, things like that. So the beginning part will be like an interview. I'm going to be asking you questions. And then we'll get to tapping. So while we're tapping, I'll tell you this, the tapping points. If you just do this with me, take two fingers, tap between the eyebrows, mm-hmm. and then side of the eye, and then under the eye, Done. and then half an inch under your collarbone. On, you can use your whole hand, both sides of the sternum, if you, okay. if you want. And then back to between the eyebrows, side of the eye, under the eye, collarbone. And so it doesn't matter what side of your face you do it on. It doesn't matter if you miss the points exactly. You really can't get this wrong. So don't ever worry about like, oh, I'm not doing it in the exact same spot. Oh, good. Yes. So I will be saying things to you and then you'll be repeating them. And before we do that, what I'm going to have you do, a lot of the session when we're tapping is going to be going into that thing that's bothering you. And I'm going to say, feel it. We're going to try to amp it up. The more you feel it, and then when we tap, the more we have access to changing your actual neural pathways of it. The more you feel it, and then when we tap, we're changing the neural pathways, and we're, we're changing the connections. Okay. And we're going to in its place, we're going to put something good. We're going to put something what you want, that you want. Awesome. So, so the idea is going into the problem and then tapping. And then when you tap, I want you to, to not think about the problem. And a good way to do that is to 
feel your fingertips on your skin. Okay. So feel the problem, get into it, and then tap, feel your fingertips on your skin. Just focus on what I'm asking you to repeat. Okay. And when we do that, what that's called a pattern interrupt. So when, whenever you go into a problem or you go into a memory, we're actually going into a trance, and we do that thousands, thousands of times a day. We go into little trances. And when you're thinking about a problem, you go into the trance of a problem. When we tap, we break you out of the trance, and that then you go back so in it. That makes sense to me. Doesn't that, doesn't that make sense? It does, because you, we often, when I say we, people often play the, the problem or the scene or the scenario over and over in their mind. Exactly. And, and, yeah, and so you don't even know. You just keep replaying it. So, yeah, I, I, I dig that. I understand what you're saying. Why it's it makes sense, right? Yeah. yeah. Perfect. And so now I'm happy you brought that up because here's the thing. Um, people who understand the brain and people who are called neuroplasticians, they know that every time you visit a memory, you can change it. You change the memory. And what you just said, when people keep visiting the memory and they keep thinking about it, they're actually building it and making it worse. And your body responds to it. And then not only your body responds to it, but then the law of attraction is responding. So your, outer, your whole world is responding to what you're holding inside. That makes and, sense to me. Yes. And so what we do to break that pattern is we do tapping, but we also do things like, you know, let's say you're into the problem and then I make a joke or you get distracted. Then you come out of the trance and that joke, like let's say you laugh while you're thinking about that memory, we actually added that laughter to that memory, a little bit of the laughter into the memory. And oh, then let's say you're thinking so of that memory. Cool. Yeah. Let's say you're thinking of that memory and it makes you feel bad, and then I have you go into a happy thought. You just added that happy thought a little bit to that memory. We keep doing that. We're scratching the record of the bad memory. Instead of creating a deeper groove, deeper groove, deeper groove. Exactly. I love it. Instead of creating a deeper groove, deeper groove, deeper groove. And then we're going to replace the bad memory. If we do it right, we do it, you know, we're efficient with it we're going to replace the bad memory with something that you prefer, something that feels good. So that's just a quick idea of how that works. Now, I might say things to amp it up, like if you feel bad, I might say things to try to really get you connected to the problem, and it might trigger you, um, but I'm not doing that to be mean or anything. We're just, the more you're connected to the problem, then the more we're connected, you're aiming at the problem is what we call it, and those neural pathways are really connected. And then when we tap, the more that we're, we're breaking that pattern. So it's, so it's a good thing if you're really feeling something and then we tap. Okay, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm down to do that. Great. And let's see, just a, one or two more things. Um, I might interrupt you because here's the thing. If I ask you a question and you're kind of thinking about something and I feel that you're right there and you're, you're connected to it, I'm going to just interrupt you and just say, say tap with me now and repeat after me. Okay. So I'm going to guide you. It's pretty simple. There's not a lot of explanation sometimes when we're tapping needed because 
we're just doing a lot of, it's mostly subconscious work. Okay. So I, and I know when we're connected, so it's not like a regular conversation. I might interrupt you just because I know when you're connected and then we're going to tap. And so um, it's going to be great, though, but I'm just kind of saying that up front just to let you know oh, yeah. that, why oh, that might happen. Forewarning. Forewarning, right. And also, you're in control of the session. So if you ever feel uncomfortable, if you ever want to take a break, just let me know. Okay. Sound okay? It sounds, sounds good. I'm ready to okay, do good. this. Okay, so what do you want to work on? Um, so I'm super connected to the topic, obviously, because I'm already pausing. Um, yeah. So my husband had a series of affairs, and okay. it, um, it, it was really hard. And every time I think he's done with that, he's not. And okay. um, every time I found out, it, it's been extremely hard and it's been painful. And he isn't the one who ever tells me. So I always okay. find out from, actually I found out from the women every single time. And so it was okay. really hard. Um, and then to add layers on it, just you know, for, not for effect, but just so you can understand even how more complex this is in my brain. Him right. and I have had the lucky opportunity of actually sharing a girlfriend before. And it was a beautiful experience that we absolutely loved. And I have, um, I had a little bit of jealousy things here and there during that time. But it was um, definitely uh, things more centered around me trying to control the situation. It really wasn't to do with him. So it was, mm -hmm. that was the only thing that kind of marred that whole relationship. And we all loved it. We had a fantastic time and it was one of the greatest experiences ever. And I, I tell people about it in a very loving and happy way. And then I have this other section over here of, you know, these affairs that I wasn't a part of that feel very painful for me. And, um, right. and I, on one hand, it's like, I want to live a somewhat extreme, uh, life or something out of the norm. And on the other hand, you know, I want to control every situation and, I don't want to say it's always part and parcel, but that's something that you may have heard of. Um, I know you listen to Joshua, so do I. But they say some things are part and parcel to the to the to how it works. And so I have a super extreme husband, and so obviously some of it is super extreme. Uh, on the other hand, that I that I would prefer not to work that way, and when I go, so as I found out about these things, it was like, holy shit, you know, I preferred something else. So it was very surprising. And then, you know, it was like the first time, okay, that's a big deal, got it. The second time, are you kidding me? The third time, I'm like, I'm going to lose my mind. I don't, I'm completely at a loss at this point. So, right. And there were very, for the most recent time, it was a very specific event. 
So um, you had asked me to send you, you know, like send me something, you know, a couple things specific, and I, I never got around to it. But on my 40th birthday, I got um, an instant message that said, I'm the birthday surprise you're not supposed to know about. Happy birthday. And she sent me a picture of me and my husband together. So it wasn't a picture mm-hmm. of her and him. It was a picture of me and him. And I'm like, this other person that he's been involved with off and on for 10 years has a picture of me and him, and it's not that old. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, wow. And so it just kind of, you know, went from there. Um, that was like the most recent thing. And so it was really, for me, you know, I attached a lot of meaning to it being on my birthday. Right. And so I, okay. I had a lot of um, emotion towards that. And then um, um, the other event I was probably going to title for you was called Breakfast. Um, we were having breakfast, and he was like, hey, look at this thing on my phone. And I was like, cool. And then he got a text message, and it said, do you love me? And it wasn't from me. Um, and I just looked at his face, and he looked at my face, and I knew. There was no words, and we were at breakfast in a restaurant. No words needed to be spoken. I knew. And he just, the look in his face told me it all, like, that is exactly what you think it is. I'm having an affair. I'm so like, Oh, okay. Wait, so, he showed you the text? He didn't show it to me. He was showing me something random on his phone, and that text oh, it was an popped accident. in. So it was an accident. Okay. He didn't mean for me to but, see it at all. Got it. And so this other woman messaged, do you love me? And I saw that, and it was like we had all sorts of stuff we had to still do. I mean, like after breakfast, we had plans. So we yeah. went through all of our plans, and then we finally got a second where we could be alone. And I literally fell to my knees, and I was like, do you, do you, do you love her? I mean, like, I don't even okay. know what to think. So that was breakfast. Good. All right. And we'll get into that in more detail. Very good. Um, and really, I mean, I would say those are the two biggest events. And then things, you know, things pop up here and there. Um, and when I mean by pop up, like if I see him on his phone too much or the fact that, you know, his phone to this day when you see text messages or anything pop up, it says um, hidden. Literally, that's what the screen says, so you can't see who's in it, what it is, um, to this day. So when I see that, it, like, triggers me. So, Good. like, so it's So hard. you see hidden mm-hmm. on, a, when you're saying, like, a text like pops up, you'll see something that says hidden? Uh-huh. And so, like, on his screensaver, instead of showing you, like, oh, it's this person's message, but it doesn't, it, like it, where it would normally show you the name of the person messaging, it just says hidden. Mm-hmm. Okay, so For every I'm just going to say hidden pop-up on phone, and you'll know, yep. what, you know what I mean? I'll know, what, I'll know what you mean. Good. And I would say those are probably 
the three biggest triggers that I can, you know, think of that really, you know, when I see stuff like that, I'm like, it just, yeah. Or when I think about it, I go down the rabbit hole, so to speak. Like I've heard others use that term. Good. Down the rabbit hole. Now, um, and when you say the three, I have, I have the birthday event, breakfast, and just what I have for number one is the series of affairs. But is that correct? Yes. Those are the three. Mm-hmm. Very good. Okay. <clears throat> so what I'd like you to do is take a deep breath, close your eyes. And step into that feeling of when you're, the idea that your husband had a series of affairs. And mix in with that the birthday event and breakfast. And just notice how you're feeling right now. And then imagine a timeline back to your past. Way back to your past. And we want to reach for a similar feeling that you have right now. The feeling that you're having right now, thinking about your husband and all those things, the birthday event, the breakfast, something similar in your past, maybe childhood. What comes up for you? Um, so every man that was important in my life has left. And there you go. They didn't leave in, um, I don't want to say the normal way, but they died. So my dad died. My cousin shot himself in the head. Just a, yeah. one thing after another. Um, Good. And that's what, that's what they do. They just, yep. and it was all stupid shit. Somebody else was driving and my dad got killed, you know? Yeah. So the statement is every guy that you've ever cared about has left. Is that right? Yeah. Good job. Your dad, your cousin, who else? My dad and my cousin were the biggest, but my brother died before I was even born. And... Um, Your brother? Yeah, my brother. Okay. And I always knew that. That was like a thing that, you know, uh, kind of was like a dark spot for the whole family. Um, Very good. Yeah. Yep. Sure it was. Yeah. And I, you know, I just, yeah, it was a lot. Okay. Very good. So let's do this now. Think about your dad. How old were you? I was three. Think about that. Your dad died. And notice how you're feeling. Step into that feeling. Dad got killed. And let it bother you for the last time. What's coming up for you now? Um, I used to say it was my fault, 
because my parents argued um, the day he left, and she wanted my mom wanted to go with him, and he said, "No, you have to take care of the kids." Mm-hmm. And so I said, "Oh, well, I don't remember saying anything, but you know, I knew that story. I don't know if I really remember it or I know the story of it." Um, and you know, so. Had I not been there, they, he wouldn't have had to, she wouldn't have had to stay home. She could have went with him. She would have drove. It wouldn't have been someone else driving him. And the whole thing would have never happened. Yeah. Right. Okay. Good job. You're doing great. Yeah. And, and what else? Is, is that the biggest thing that comes up for you when you think about that? Yeah, and then I've missed them over the years over really important events. And, um, you know, I've, there have been times I've been really angry over it, just uh, kind of, you know, the unfairness. And, um, you know, there was every year for my family, we would coming around the time of the year when he died, it was just, you could just see everybody, the stress, and we would all just start fighting and arguing. And so there was really not a year that went by when I was growing up that it didn't um, cause like right. a major disruptance in our family. Right. Very good. And as you... Think about that now and experience that now. Zero to ten, how much is that bothering you? Um, you know, with the with the family arguments, I would say maybe a three because we really we really got through them. But uh, I think it's kind of hard now, for, for me to com- think about. Combine that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say kind of. I think the bigger thing is for when I think about, you know, that had I not been there, then it wouldn't have happened. Okay, think that, about that now. It was all your fault. How strong? Zero to ten. It's about an eight. Okay. I know it's not my fault, but okay. Shit, well, we're gonna tap out them. the part of you. We're gonna tap out the part of you that doesn't know that right? Yeah. Because there's, there's conscious stuff and then there's just automatic feelings. And this is the part that you feel it was your fault. That's kind of just an automatic thing that's in there that we're going to tap on. Okay. Okay. Like lots of times someone might say, let's say somebody did something, let's say a father um, abused somebody. And then they grew up and now they're 30 and they say, well, I've I've gone to therapy and I know he did the best he could and I don't blame him anymore. But if they don't actually tap out the emotions of that and tap out the feelings, those are still there. So consciously you can know one thing, but the hurt feelings, if they're not dealt with, they're, they're still there. And we know they're still there because of the patterns that happen in our life. Yeah. And, yep. Right. And, right. Okay, good. <clears throat> no, that makes all so, the sense in the world because that's what I was starting to tell you is cognitively I know it's not my fault. I was yes. three. There is no way it was my fault. But I still, when you ask me, 
that was the first yes. thing that I remembered again is if I hadn't been good. there, he wouldn't be dead. Very good. And so if you combine that with it, it was your fault and the fact that the unfairness of it and that every year of the fighting, every year after year after year, combine that all, zero to ten, how strong is it? I would say about an eight or a nine. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, a lot of times when I fought at my house, it was I figured that was my fault too because I was really the bad kid out of out of us. Good. I was the hardest to deal with. Good. Okay. Now I want you to take this memory and everything related, everything you just said. It was your fault that every year of the fighting how you were a bad kid, and how, and the fact that he died, and the anger, and the unfairness. Just dad died. Put that memory up on the shelf in front of you. See that in your mind. See a shelf in front of you, and put that up on the shelf. Okay. Good job. Now step out of it. And I want you to go into the cousin shot himself in the face. And feel that okay. for the last time. Step into that and see what you saw, feel what you felt, hear what you heard back, back you know, as you think about it. What, what are you experiencing right now? Uh, so my cousin lived with us. And uh, after he was done living with us, he moved a couple hours away from us. And shortly after is when he shot himself. And so I think that brings up a little bit of he should have stayed with us. And if he would have stayed with us, he would be alive. Good. Like, we could have prevented that. And um, uh, other family members look very similar. And so I see some of my family sometimes, and I'm like, yeah, that's... That's a spitting image, and um, it doesn't make me sad, though. That doesn't make me sad because my cousin was a wonderful person, and he was very loving and very kind and very full of life and very happy, and that's how I remember him, but he was taken, you know, from us, and I feel like if he would have stayed with my family, then he would still be alive. Like, we wouldn't have let that happen to him. Yes. Um, because it was, we were told it was an accident. He didn't know the gun was loaded. And um, there would be no guns loaded around my family, like at my house or my friends. That just wasn't, that just wasn't how it was for us. So um, I don't think it would have happened if he would have stayed with us. Okay, um, let me write that down. <clears throat> how how old were you when that happened? Uh, I was thirteen. Good. Okay. Again, take a deep breath. Close your eyes if you're not, if your eyes aren't already closed, and let it bother you for the last time. And what else? Anything else comes up? I just remember when they told me, and I just 
screamed. And I couldn't Freed? stop. I couldn't stop screaming because uh-huh. I was like, not, not Nick. And I just couldn't, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe that. And I was so fucking mad. And I had been going to church and trying to... You were mad? Yeah. I was, I was, mm-hmm. I don't know that I've ever quite been as mad. And I remembered I'd been going to church and I was like, what kind of God would take, take them? Like, after all the bullshit I've been through, not that, like, not him. And it just was like, fuck. Because he he loved me unconditionally, and we were family. It was, there was no doubt. And okay. I didn't know yeah. him um, before that. He had been kept away from me because he was on my dad's side. And so I finally got to meet him. And uh, it was only for a few years, and then that happened. And, you know, we looked similar, and we were very similar, and we, you know, it was just like an instant bond. Instant bond. Okay, very good. And now how much does this bother you, zero to ten? I would say probably an eight. Okay. Okay, good job. Put that up on the shelf right next to the memory of your dad dying and everything involved with that. And now step out of that and step into the fact that your brother died before you were born. The dark spot on the whole family. How much does that bother you, zero to ten? I'd say probably about a six. Good. <clears throat> okay. And put that up on the shelf in front of you. Right next to your cousin. Step out of that. Go into the birthday event. Let that bother you. Step into that. Feel what you felt. Or hear what you heard. See what you saw. And as you do that, what are you experiencing? Um, I just couldn't fucking believe it all over again. Just everything's all over again. She just, she destroyed me. I, things were good. Um, it was my year. I was... And here was someone telling me my whole life had been bullshit that they knew everything that was going on with my family. They knew they knew everything. They had flown to where I had lived recently and took advantage of uh, me being gone for, I was only gone for one night. And so I don't know how long she was in my area. Uh, I later found out what hotel she stayed at. 
and I wasn't snooping, and it was just like, fuck. Okay, um, just for the sake of, we got a lot of tapping to do and yeah. a lot of work to do. What are the when you think of it, what comes up emotions for you right now as you're as you're recalling this and thinking about this, and you you all, you, all, you you know everything all over again. You already and you couldn't believe it. What else? I was just I was disappointed. I was heartbroken. I felt I didn't feel stupid. That's not the right word. Um, just absolutely fooled. Absolutely. You know, and I think I think it comes down to worthiness. Like maybe I'm not worthy, or maybe I'm not good enough, or good. Very good. But it's much harder for me to nail that down on how I felt. Um, and there were times when I felt like it was my fault, like none of those things would have ever started if um, we weren't having other problems in the beginning. And um, and so I took a lot of the blame and then it just continued to happen and happen and happen. So I was kind of like, I didn't feel like it was my fault anymore, but I felt like just, I don't know, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm focused on the wrong thing. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, good. I don't know. <clears throat> good. Okay, you're doing great. Put that up on the shelf. Oh, zero to ten, how strong is that, as you, as you recall it? Um, as I talk about it, it lessens it, but when I just, when you had said, you know, think about how you found yeah. out and, and all that, that's, right. that's like a, a seven. And then as I Good. talk about how I feel about it, I get almost confused. So it's okay. more difficult on that. Okay. That's okay. Confused. I got that down now, too. Now, put that up next to your brother on the shelf. And step out of that. And go into the breakfast memory. Step into that for the last time. And just no words. And the text of, do you love me? Remember how you felt? Remember everything you experienced? What you saw? What you heard? How strong is your out of 10? I got an 8. Good. And what's coming up for you as far as what makes it an 8? Um, I have never been happier in my life. And I thought everything was perfect. And then that happened. And it was... I just couldn't believe it. Good. I thought everything was perfect, and it felt like it was ripped out from under me. And right before that, uh, I had found out my sister-in-law died, and 
we had just come back from the funeral. We had only been back from the funeral for maybe a week. And <clears throat> I saw that, and I was just like, you know, I mean, but as far as my family, everything was perfect. And then I was like, no, it's not. It was just ripped out from under me. Good. Okay. I I can remember um, walking somewhere very particular, and I had the thought in my brain, my life is perfect right now. And I later on found out that at that time when I was having that walk, just thinking about how perfect my life was, she was at mm-hmm. her house with her, and I didn't know it at that time. And all that came out, like, later. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, put that up on the shelf next to the birthday event. You know, these two events, the birthday and the breakfast, just represents your husband and the, the, the series of affairs, okay? Mm-hmm. And then also that hidden pop-up on the phone, it also represents that. I mean, yeah. So when we're tapping on that, we're also tapping on everything subconsciously that your subconscious knows about that's related to that. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. So what I'd like you to do now is just look at the whole shelf you're three years old and your dad died and everything combined with that. How it, how it was partly your fault. And if, if mom wasn't home with you, then she could have prevented it by being with him. And every year the stress and the fighting. And then when your cousin shot himself in the face. And if he would have just stayed with you guys, you wouldn't let him have that gun, loaded gun. And then when they told you how you couldn't stop screaming. And then the dark spot for the whole family because your brother died before you were born. And then the birthday event. And maybe it was your fault. And then that breakfast. How you thought everything was perfect. As you look at the shelf with all this stuff on it, and not to mention just going down the rabbit hole and just being angry and just how unfair it all is and how you're so fucking mad and how hard it is and heartbreak and being disappointed and absolutely fooled and confused and everything all over again and feeling like it was ripped out from under you. And maybe it was your fault. It was your fault. How strong right now as you think about it all? I'd say probably about a nine. Good. Okay. And now, let me ask you, Rebecca, if a room has been dark for thousands of years and I turn the light switch on, what happens to the darkness? Everything's bright. The darkness yeah. is gone. And darkness is gone, right? Yep. Good, good job. Now tap with me between your eyebrows. 
and just repeat after me and say, I'm eliminating all sadnesses, emotional traumas, fears. I'm eliminating all sadness, traumas, and fears. Now, side of the eye, all angers, resentments, guilt. All anger, resentment, and guilt. Now, under the eye, I'm el- eliminating all judgments, abandonments, betrayals. I'm eliminating all judgments, abandonments, and betrayals. Collarbone, helpless feelings, hopeless feelings, feelings of no control. Helpless feelings, hopeless feelings, feelings of no control. Rejections. Rejections. Heartbreak. Heartbreak. The disappointment. Disappointment. Being so fucking mad. (laughs) Being so fucking mad. (laughs) The confusion. The confusion. Being absolutely fooled. Being absolutely fooled. The surprise, the shock. The surprise, the shock. The feeling like it was ripped out from under me. The feeling that everything was ripped out from under me. Maybe I'm not worthy. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not worthy. Maybe I'm not good enough. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. What kind of God would do this? What kind of God would do this? It was my fault. It was my fault. I let all of this go and everything else. I let all of this go and everything else. And I'm okay. And I'm okay. Okay, good job. Grab your wrist. Take a deep okay. breath. Blow it out and say peace. <sighs> now... Go into a happy memory now. Go a memory that makes you feel good. Okay. Makes you feel peaceful. Tell me when you're there. I'm there. Okay. What are we going to call it? Let's title it. The morning of my wedding day. The morning of what now? Uh, of my wedding. The morning of my wedding. The morning of my wedding. Tell me how, why was that so great? I woke up alone in my bed, and mm-hmm. the sun was shining in, and I woke up naturally on my own with no alarm. And I thought, I'm getting married today. And I had genuine butterflies in my stomach. And they just tickled. Mm-hmm. I, I just laughed to myself, and I thought, I'm getting married today. And it's the best day of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. So feel that sun. See the, see the sun. Experience the sun shining in. The genuine butterflies. Getting married today. And how you woke up naturally on your own the morning of your wedding. And send that good feeling to the shelf. And notice how the shelf changes and everything on the shelf changes. Thank Maybe you can you. send it some butterflies that are yeah. healing the shelf. 
magic butterflies. Got it? I got it. Good job. All right, take a deep breath. Grab your wrist. Blow it out and say peace. <laughs> okay, we're going to move fast now, okay? Okay. So you take a look at the shelf now. Your dad died. It was, it was your fault. Cousin shot, you, shot himself in the face. Brother died before you were born, that dark spot in the whole family. And how, how you had just met your cousin not too long ago and this connection you had with him and how it wasn't fair. The birthday event, everything related to that and the breakfast with a text, do you love me? And how you thought everything was perfect. How strong, as you look at the whole shelf, how strong is it now? Zero to ten. I would say down probably around three. Three. Okay. Can you make it stronger? I could. I could. Make it stronger. Seven. And what did you do to make it stronger? Uh, I remember being at the funeral for my cousin and I screamed in too and I couldn't even hear I was screaming that time. It's like I was a little deaf. And if, I'm sorry, say that again. I was at the funeral and I was screaming and right. It's almost like I was deaf. I couldn't even tell I was screaming. I'm sure okay. I scared oh. everybody. Uh, yeah. Okay. Be there now. Feel that. Tap, tap with me now and say, it's all over. It's all over. I'm here with Mark. I'm here with Mark. It's not even real anymore. It's not even real anymore. Except for what I hold inside. For what I hold inside. I can hold butterflies instead. I can hold butterflies instead. <laughs> <clears throat> that that getting married this morning feeling. That getting married this morning feeling. Very good. Grab your wrist, take a deep breath, blow it out, and say peace. Peace. Okay, go back now. Think about being at the funeral for your cousin and how you were screaming. And it was a seven. The shelf, what is it now? I would say it's less than, it's less than two, at least a five. Okay. And are you still... Screaming? Do you still see your, think about and see yourself and maybe hear yourself screaming? No. I mean, I know what happened. Uh-huh. I know what happened, but I don't have to relive it. 
Okay. So what makes it a five now? Uh, I don't. I don't have to relive it. I don't have to be right there in that moment again. Okay. We'll just do that now, just for this sake of tapping it out. Okay. Be at that. Be there. Be at the funeral for your cousin. Okay. And what are you experiencing? Uh, people put a lot of things within the coffin with him. Um, mm-hmm. Just ridiculous shit that didn't belong in a child's coffin. All right, tap me now and say, this ridiculous shit. This ridiculous shit. <laughs> what are they putting in this coffin? Cigarettes. Um, yeah. Hats. Say I, le- say I let it all go. I let it all go. <laughs> they love him. They loved him. They did the best they could. They did the best they could. I did the best I could. I did the best I could. Yeah. He's always in my heart. He's always in my heart. I can connect with him now. I can connect with him now. I can remember the good things and let go of the rest. I can remember the good things and let go of the rest. I can soften the screaming. I can soften the screaming. And replace it with laughter. And replace it with laughter. Because as I feel good, I can connect with him. Because as I feel good, I can connect with him. And that's what he wants. And that's what he wants. Good job. Grab your wrist. Take a deep breath, blow it out, and say peace. Peace. Okay. Go back to the funeral now. People putting ridiculous shit in his coffin. Yeah. How strong is it now? Probably a three. You still know what happened. Tap with me now and say, this knowing, I let it go. This knowing, I let it go. I let it all go. I let it all go. The surprise of it, I let it go. The surprise of it, I let it go. It happened. It happened. I can change how I feel about it. I can change how I feel about it. Or I can let it bother me for seven more years. Or I can let it bother me for seven more years. And then in exactly seven years, I'll let it go. And in exactly seven years, I'll let it go. Because that proves that I love him. Because that proves that I loved him. I'm mourning him my whole life. I've been mourning him my whole life. I let it go now. I let it go now. I can honor him by loving myself. I can honor him by loving myself. And letting go of the pain of it all. And letting go of the pain of it all. And just holding on to the gifts. And just holding on to the gifts. Remembering what I loved about him. Remembering what I loved about him. And what I love about him right now. And what I love about him right now. And as I do that, I connect with him. And as I do that, I connect with him. 
Because my vibration rises to where he is. Because my vibration rises to where he is. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's a beautiful thing. He's not feeling bad. Because he's not feeling bad. He's chilling and guiding me and waiting for me to connect with him. He's chilling and guiding me and waiting <laughs> for me to connect with him. <laughs> and to put this whole funeral thing behind me. And to put this whole funeral thing behind me. Good job. Grab your wrist, take a deep breath, blow it out, and say peace. Okay. Any resistance to any of that? How was that? I think that was pretty good. I think that was really good. Very good. Okay. Let's go back to the funeral now. You were screaming. People were putting crazy shit like cigarettes in his coffin. What the hell? Right? Right? How do you feel now? I can laugh about it. I can laugh about it. Yes. Yes, you can. Yeah. It's time to laugh about it. Yeah. I mean, you've, this has bothered you for too long now, right? I mean, not like you think about it every day, but it's always with you, isn't it? Yes, it's, yeah, it's always with Isn't it time, isn't it time to, like, you've suffered enough, isn't it time to do that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, it is. Good job. Good job. So now let's look at the whole shelf again. Your dad died, cousin shot himself, brother died before you were born, the dark spot for the whole family, the birthday event, the breakfast. How strong is it now, the shelf? I would say the whole shelf probably about down to a three. I can, I can see where I put my good memory on the shelf. And I put mm-hmm. it in a golden shining box, and it is so much brighter and wider than anything else on that shelf. Oh my God! So you already you. So I didn't even ask you to put that great memory on the shelf. What are you doing, ruining the shelf with a great memory? <laughs> I thought that's where it went. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually that's pretty genius of you because we want it there, don't we? We want it to affect the shelf, don't we? Yeah, I do. Very good. <clears throat> okay, so it's a three. So just notice how you know it's a three and tap me now and say, I let it go. I let it go. This three feeling, whatever it represents. The three feeling, whatever it represents. My subconscious knows what it is. My subconscious knows what it is. I have permission to let it all go. I have permission to let it all go. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. Doesn't mean that it didn't happen. It doesn't mean that it was good. Doesn't mean that it was good. It just means I'm not letting it change my alignment with me. It just means I'm not letting it change my alignment with me. And when I'm aligned with me, I'm aligned to the universe. When I'm aligned with me, I'm aligned with the universe. And when that happens, fucking magic happens. And when that happens, fucking magic happens. <laughs> Very good. Grab your wrist. Deep breath. Say peace. Peace. Okay. 
Let's look at the shelf again and all that it represents. Everything that happened with your dad, your cousin, your brother, birthday event, breakfast, the numerous times your husband cheated. How strong is it now? I would say we're getting about down to a one or two. Okay. Tap with me now and say this remaining one or two. This remaining one or two. I let it all go. I let it all go. It's safe to let it go. It's safe to let it go. Like waking up the morning of my wedding. Like waking up the morning of my wedding. Naturally waking up. Naturally waking up. Sun was shining in. Sun was shining in. I'm getting married today. I'm getting married today. Genuine butterflies. Genuine butterflies. Genuine butterflies, right. Say, Mark doesn't even know how to say genuine. <laughs> Mark doesn't even know how to say genuine. <laughs> he says genuine. <laughs> what a dumbass. That's a, that's What better. a dumbass, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What a dumbass. <laughs> All right, Mark grab your wrist. thinking about wine. <laughs> What, say that again? I said Mark must be thinking about wine. <laughs> Genuine. Uh-huh. Genuine. Yeah. Or the rapper, Genuine. <laughs> All right. Good job. Breathe out and say peace. Peace. Okay. So what I'd like you to do now is step into your dad dying and pull that off the shelf. Just step into that memory. Okay. And how it was your fault because if your mom was able to go with him, it wouldn't have happened. Really feel that. Let that bother you for the last time. How strong is that? Uh, you know, I would say... I would say that doesn't bother me. I can, I can let that go. Okay, very good. It's now, not my fault. I want you to see your dad in front of you. Can you do that? I can. And what's the look on his face? Um, happy. You know, a little, a little on the serious side, but happy. Good. Okay. Now, step into his body and just look through his eyes at you. And what's the ex- expression on your face? Um, I didn't want him to walk out the door. I didn't want him to go right. anywhere. Okay, so, tap with me now. Okay. And say, I didn't want him to go anywhere. I didn't want him to go anywhere. To walk out the door. To walk out the door. I can stop him right now if I wanted. I can stop him right now if I wanted. If I'm making this shit up anyway. <laughs> if I'm making this shit up anyway. It's in my mind. It's in my mind. I'm really on the phone with Mark right now. I'm really on the phone with Mark right now. So when I think about it, I'm making it up. So when I'm thinking about it, I'm making it up. Good job. Grab your wrist, deep breath, 
Say peace. Peace. Okay. Let's do it again. Take a look at your face. Okay. And are you smiling yet? I am. I think I'm playing with stuff. Look at that. Look at that. Look how you flip automatically just by letting go of this fog that blocks us from, you know, your happiness, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so I didn't know if that shit was real or not, that that particular memory. It was I was only three. So I don't know if I've right. fabricated it all these years. Yeah. Okay, now step back into your body now and invite your dad over for a hug. Does he come? Yeah. And now he's hugging you and you also resent, resent your three-year-old self too. And just hug him as tight as he's holding you. And now he has a message for you. And part of that message is, it's not your fault. Nothing went wrong. And he also has something else to tell you, something that you've always needed to hear. Receive the message that he says to you. You, you can say it out loud or you can just receive it and keep it personal within yourself. Okay. Good job. And now tell him something that you've always needed to hear. Good job. Now let these messages change everything up to now. Let it make all the changes in your past, up to now and into your future. And now just hold them tighter and squeeze them tighter. And now put your hand on your chest. Squeeze them so tight you feel them move inside you, inside your heart where you know he always is. He's always around you. He's always with you. Just like your cousin. And feel their love and guidance. And just notice that you're complete. And stay there as long as you want. When you're ready, take a deep breath, blow it out, and say peace. Good job. How was that? That was uh, what came to mind, some real shit. <laughs> was what? I said that was some real shit. I mean, like... That was some... Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Now, and that's... Is that good? Is that's, I'm taking yeah. that as good. Is that... Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you yeah. connected with your dad right there, didn't you? Yeah. So that feeling and that love you have with your dad and that feeling that he's always with you and he's guiding you and he's smiling with you and that you have this, this connection with him your whole life, except when you're not feeling good and you're you know, thinking it was your fault, then you kind of disconnect that connection, right? Yeah. So when you're feeling good, that love that you just so easily feel, I know you, Rebecca, you just can easily feel good 
When you're doing that, you're connected with him. Take that love and that good connection, that good feeling and those messages, and put that in its place on the shelf. Put that back on the shelf, but all the good stuff, okay? Okay. Good job. Now, step into the cousin shooting himself and take that off the shelf. Let that bother you for the last time. Tell me from zero to ten. How are you feeling? Um, probably only a four now. I mean, a we, four? Yeah, not maybe not even because we we talked about it so much and the right. I had I didn't instantly think about anything um, when I pulled it yeah. off the shelf. I didn't I didn't sure. think about anything. So I remember one of my favorite pictures of my cousin, and he was radiantly smiling and goofing around and that's that's how he was perfect and that's how he is yeah that's how he is that's truly how he is yes very good so notice whatever that four or maybe less is just whatever whatever's there and just happily now and say it's safe to let it go it's safe to let it go the disappointment the disappointment the heartbreak. The heartbreak. He left me just like my dad left. He left me just like my dad left. I let it go. I let it go. They're both with me now. They're both with me now. And they both hang out with me. And they both hang out with me. Cracking jokes. Cracking jokes. They like each other. They like each other. <laughs> They're fine. They're fine. Yeah. <clears throat> I let go of everything else. I let go of everything else. Good job. Grab your wrist. Deep breath. Blow it out and say peace. Peace. Okay. Think of your cousin. He shot himself in the face. Everything that happened with that. And how when they told you you couldn't stop screaming. And if you could have just stayed, if he could have just stayed with you, just like how if your mom wasn't home with you, you could have avoided your dad being. So in a way, it's your fault too, just like it was in a way it was your fault when your dad died. How strong is that? Um, not very strong at all. Um, not very strong at all. I just, Okay. Keep thinking of Nick, how he was when he was happy, and how Good. he was very um, energetic, full of life. Okay, always I want you loving. to th- always doing what now? Always being super loving towards loving. Everybody. So see yeah. him right now, okay. and really connect with him now. Him being loving. And as he's being loving, he has a message to you. Just receive that message from him. And see the smile and always cracking up and how loving he is. And just connect with that. And let that be what you see when you think about him now. Okay. And hear his loving ways instead of the screaming. Can you do that? I can. Yeah. 
and put that wonderful memory back on the shelf. Good job. Your brother died before you were born, that dark spot for the whole family. Can you let that bother you? Um, yeah, a little bit. All right. Notice what's, what's bothering you about it and say it's, it's safe to let it go. It's safe to let it go. It's all over now. It's all over now. As a matter of fact, it's been over for a long time. As a matter of fact, it's been over for a long time. He chose to do that. And he chose to do that. Nothing went wrong. Nothing went wrong. And I can let go of the, that dark spot. And I can let go of that dark spot. And maybe brighten it up a little bit. And maybe brighten it up a little bit. Good job. Grab your wrist. Deep breath. Blow it out and say peace. You're doing great. Okay, step into that again. Can you let it bother you? No, I think I think it's good. I really do. Good. Now, can you just imagine the essence of him with you now too? So he's chilling with your cousin and your dad, and you got like, I mean, you got your millions, and then you got them. <laughs> I can. I can. And just notice how that feels and replace that idea back on the shelf and make it a nice, bright spot for you and your whole family now. Okay. Step into the birthday event. Pull that off the shelf. Let that bother you for the last time. What are you experiencing? Confused. Just okay. How strong? Zero to ten. Probably only a five. Um, okay, so tap and say this. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say I feel. Um, betrayed would probably be the right word. Like, even everything just private was just handed over to her for her to use as blackmail against me. Okay. Happily now say this betrayal. This betrayal. Just like God betrayed me. Just like God betrayed me. When he took my dad and my cousin. When he took my dad and my cousin. I was so close to my cousin. I was so close to my cousin. These betrayals repeating in my life. These betrayals repeating in my life. Like my husband betraying me over and over again. Like my husband betraying me over and over again. Just like God did. Just like God did. Time to let that shit go. I'm going to let that shit go. (laughs) Stop the pattern. Stop the pattern. Stop the insanity. Stop the insanity. Let go of that event. Let go of that event. And everything that it involves. And everything that it involves. Grab your wrist, breathe it out, and say peace. Okay. I would like you to go to a, a new happy memory. Okay. Something that makes you feel really good. Tell me when you're there. 
Okay. Notice what makes what's so great about it, and notice where in your body where you feel that, and okay. let it spread throughout your whole. Yeah, spread it throughout your whole body. Let your body fill it with that good feeling. You got it. Got it. Now send that to that birthday event, and send that to you and your birthday. Let it change your birthday forever. Now. Let it dissipate that event and everything that it represents. Giving you back your birthday. Let go of the confusion. Let it dissipate the confusion and the betrayal and everything else. Knowing that whatever happened, whatever it was, it's all over now. It's, it's safe to let it go. Take a chop. Grab your wrist, take a deep breath, and say peace. Peace. Okay, what are we going to name that, that happy memory? Um, birthday at midnight. So my sister would wake me up every year on my birthday at midnight. So she could be <laughs> the first one to tell me happy birthday. So she would oh. actually, no kidding, wake me up and be like, happy birthday. So she could literally be the first one to say it. Wow. Every well, that's, yeah. that, that's awesome. And that's great how it's a birthday memory. Yeah. Yeah. That you sent, sent to the birthday memory. Yeah. Yep. Very good. Look at that. <clears throat> what, are the, what are the odds? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> awesome. And so now go back to the, that birthday event and that confusion and that betrayal. Can you still feel it? Notice how it's changed now. It's changed. I can, I can think about birthday at midnight. I can. Yeah. I can anything, anything that bothers you about it, though? Um... I think I fear it coming back. Yeah. Okay, tap me now and say this fear. This fear. It coming back. It coming back. I let it go. I let it go. If it comes back, I can tap on it. If it comes back, I can tap on it. Because Mark's going to teach me how to tap. (laughs) Yeah, because Mark's going to teach me how to tap. It's actually pretty easy. (laughs) It's actually pretty easy. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm going to have a, an awesome tool to use for the rest of my life. And I'm going to have an awesome tool to use for the rest of my life. Very powerful. Very powerful. Good job. Grab your wrist. Deep breath and say peace. Peace. Okay, birthday event. Do you still feel that it might come back? I feel like I've been given a new tool if it does. Okay, is there anything, like, is it a zero yet? There's nothing about it that I can uh, grab onto. I don't know if that makes any sense. 
So it's, that's perfect. That sounds neutral yeah. to me. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So now, now that it's neutral, let's create a new story and make it exactly how you would have liked it to happen. Just make that shit up now because it's, it's your memories now. It's your, your mind, your creative imagination now. Create something new that's awesome. You can do it inside your mind. Just, just do it inside your mind and just make it awesome. Tell me when you're done. I think I'm dead. Good job. Now do it again and make it even better. Okay. Okay. Now one more time and make it even better than that. Just make it wildly awesome. Okay. Good job. Okay, now... Put that new memory back on the shelf, that new awesome story back on the shelf. Okay. And now allow yourself to think about the new story now instead, forever changing the birthday event. Okay. And now to reinforce that, like when we get off the phone, uh-huh. if you can write down that new story, Okay. And then practice it for a week, like a few times a day, just like in your mind when you wake up or if you're driving somewhere, just think about the new story. So we want to, like you're, you were talking about that groove, like grooves in a record that are, can be bad and that we can just re, rethink and rehash it. We want to we practice the good new story. Okay. okay. And so that's yeah. the new neural pathways that you're creating, right? Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Again, you put that up on the shelf. Yep. And what's left now on the shelf? Um, so there's still a really small cell phone sitting on the shelf next to all the really pretty boxes. And uh, there's still breakfast where I'm looking at the cell phone. Good. Okay. So do that. So pull that off the shelf and go into that breakfast while you're looking at the cell phone and just let it bother you for the last time. Okay. Okay. And is it bothering you? Um, no, I would say probably like a, you know, like a one, maybe. Okay. Good. Okay. Just tap me now and say, this one, whatever it represents. This one, whatever it represents. It's safe to let it go. It's safe to let it go. It's safe to change the story. 
It's safe to change the story. It's all over now. It's all over now. Grab your wrist. Take a deep breath and blow it out and say peace. Peace. Okay, so now do the same thing. Create a new story exactly how you would have liked it to happen. Okay. Tell me when you're done. All right. Awesome. Do it one more time and just make it even better. Make it awesome. Okay. Okay, now put the phone with it, that new story, that new memory, and put that back on the shelf. Okay. And look at the shelf and notice how it might look different to you now. That's very much. Every box looks different. Everything has colors and patterns. They're not just dark boxes. They're all colorful, all different. Yeah. Yeah. And you also have that both happy memories. Put both happy memories up on the shelf. Birthday at midnight with your sister. Good. Yeah. Okay, you beat me to it. Good. <clears throat> and then the butterflies and that the, the morning of your wedding there too. Yeah. And take one end of the shelf with one hand and take the other end with the other hand and just squish it together turning it into like a magic ball that you can always have with you that represents power. You can make that ball shiny, whatever color you want, bright and shiny. Okay. But it's, it's magic and you can keep it in your pocket, keep it with you, and it has power. And whenever you need to, you can take it out of your pocket and just put it in your heart and that, let that fill you up. Okay. I want you to also do the same thing with that new memory. If you can, write it down and then practice it for a week. Okay. And just have fun with it, you know. You know, I want you to also notice how by doing this, by changing these memories, it's not only making all these memories that have affected you better, but you're going to notice other things in your life too. Because the stuff that we hold inside, the heartbreak of it, and the disappointment of it all and the anger and, and the pain, that affects us, as you know, and it, can, it affects our body. It affects all kinds of things. Yeah. So just be aware of and expect how your life is going to change for the better in lots of ways, more ways than you can imagine, okay? Okay. <clears throat> and we're almost done now. I just want you to take a deep breath, close your eyes, and... See yourself six months down into your future with this magic ball and everything that's great, how great it's affecting your life. And just feel those feelings like the morning of your wedding and the genuine butterflies and the sun shining in and the good feelings with your sister at birthday at midnight and how your life is just getting better and better and and how because you change these things inside the law of attraction is just in full effect creating some great manifestational events that are fun 
and delightful and awesome and surprising. Noticing that you don't even have to do much. You just relax and feel good and see how the universe can delight you. And now carry that through a year and that just grows and gets bigger and better and how magical your life is now. And now five years down the line, how awesome you're feeling and how awesome your life is. And just stay there as long as you want. And when you're ready, grab your wrist, take a deep breath and say peace. Peace. All right. So how was that? That was really cool. That was good. That was really good. I'm... Um, <laughs> surprised because I didn't exactly know, you know, how everything was going to work and go. Um, and so yeah. we kind of talked a little bit about me kind of looking up or researching, and I never got around to it, and I'm, I'm kind of glad I didn't, so, because it was um, yeah. very, you know, like, you can feel that shit, and so it's... Um, right. You can feel the heaviness and you can feel the lightness and, you know, I can see different colors and I happen to be sitting somewhere where there is a shelf literally right in front of me. And, wow. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's, uh, yeah, so it's it's interesting how that, how that works. Um, and, you know what I mean, just kind of like you said, what are the odds, 100%, you know, a lot of little coincidences um, that just, yeah. you know, I can, I don't know, I like it, I think it's awesome. So this yeah. is an amazing experience. And I'm well, looking forward to feeling lighter. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's going well, to be the big look, difference. Look, look forward to it. I mean... It's what it's all about, right? It's what we're holding inside and what we're deciding to hold on to and focus on. And, and now the law of attraction is one thing, and, but without like kind of getting deep into these memories and tapping them out, I mean, that, this allows the law of attraction to really kick in and work for you, right? Yeah, and I, I like that. Um, I like that because I didn't have a tool for where I would get the feeling of, oh, shit, I'm attracting a bunch of shit I don't want right now, and I'm... I'm going down a rabbit hole and I don't know how to stop attracting that shit and I feel like I can instead go to a new amped up memory and um, yeah, you know you can I can I can tap on it and go no 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 because it, it. it's one thing to tell yourself and like I said in the beginning to know something cognitively but it's like shit you know it's still heavy or still there or still like a fog and so um, right. to have another tool to rewrite the story and groove it in, and I got to um, live it out in my mind by talking to you, so it kind of makes it stronger, you know, where I was when I did that. You know, all those different type of ideas that kind of work for memories. Um, you know, I like that. So I think yeah. that's, yeah. And it's like the tea that I'm drinking, the flavor of that tea, you know, that's, oh, that's, you know, my sister 
waking me up at midnight or, you know what I mean? Just that. Yeah. And, re- you know, putting those memories or those thoughts, those thoughts in those places. So, yeah, right. that's really cool. You really, you really understand this well. I mean, you're, you're <laughs> all over it. You really, comp- you're really comprehending this really good. So natural for you. Awesome. I think this is cool. I think this is cool as shit. I love it. So I'm yeah. I definitely have a big smile on my face and and this is amazing. And I, I appreciate I it, it so much. Oh man, it's my pleasure. And so I'm just gonna quickly for the podcast so that you can play it back, I'm just gonna tell you teach you how okay. to tap on yourself and teach anyone okay. listening to how to tap on yourself. Just the the quick way to do it is uh, when you're going down the rabbit hole, when something's bothering you. Okay. Just notice what it is. Notice how you know it's bothering you, and then you can gauge it zero to ten, and then tap. And you know the tapping spots, and you know the round, like the points on your face, and then your collarbone, and then grab your wrist, breathe it out, and say peace. That's one round. So just tap and just say let it go, or variations okay. of let it go. That's that's all you need to do. I let it go. It's safe to let it go. Letting it go now. Let it go. Do okay. a round. Grab your wrist, deep breath, say peace. Check in again. Check in that feeling. How strong is it now? Okay, it's a four now. So now that it, when it goes under a five, you can say things that are soothing to yourself, more like, I did the best I could. I'm going to be okay. okay, Everything's going to be fine. They did the best they could. It was meant to be. You know, use some of the Joshua affirmations, just anything that Mm -hmm. just soothes yourself. And then you just keep repeating that, do a round and then breathe it out and then do and then check in again until it's a zero. Okay. And then when it's a zero, just make up a new story, make up what you would like to happen and then practice that. Yeah, I think that that part that's that's awesome. And that's very yeah. and law of attraction and, and leading edge because it's going beyond totally. just, uh I'm gonna think happy thoughts okay well happy thoughts are nice but when you're actually like seeing the story in your head you know or you see the story in your head and then you write it down and then you say yeah I mean I loved what you said about I'm going to let the universe surprise me and delight me you know and then adding like that kind of component to it wow that's a great story I wonder how the universe is going to surprise and delight me it's um, it brings it really beyond the basic or what I would consider a lot of people would say is the basic law of attraction principle where you just think good thoughts and good things will happen. But this gives you something to do when you're not thinking good thoughts. And how do you circle the wagon and get it back on track? So Yeah. Yeah. Like and that. and that's why we wait till it's a zero before we put the happy thoughts there, the happy story, because we tap out the not good part first okay because a lot of people they'll just try to they just you know if they have something that's bothering them they'll just try to do affirmations and feel good um right in spite of the the bad feeling and that doesn't sometimes that can work maybe you know by sheer willpower and you know <laughs> really trying forcing and forcing but yourself. usually yeah forcing right yeah, it usually doesn't work and it doesn't, you know, so we tap it down to a zero and then we put the good shit there because then you have a space. When you tap it down to a zero, mm. you have a space there for the good stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've heard Joshua awesome. talk about forcing, like, oh, I'm, I'm happy, I'm, I'm going to be joyful, <laughs> you know, and that's, well, that's not very joyful. You know, that sounds <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I love this. So, thank yeah. you so much. Thank you, thank you. Uh, it's been just absolutely a delight to work with you. Oh, man. Well, my pleasure. And back to you, Rebecca. You have been a delight. So thank you so much for doing this with me. I appreciate it. All right. Well, have the best evening. Okay. You do the same. And check in with me later on in the next few days. Let me know how you're feeling. Absolutely. I'll definitely do that. Have a good evening. Thank you. You do the same. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on the Tap It Out podcast with Mark Shahada. We hope you enjoyed it. Catch you next time.